0: Obviously, they were hurting us on the the pick and roll with uh, well, with both guys, with Favors uh, and Gobert rolling into the basket. But uh, excuse me, I've been I I have a couple beers. (laughs) Sorry.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Point Forward Podcast. I'm sorry, PJ, but. I've had a couple of beers, so this this might be this might be uh, a little bit goofy of a pod tonight, but it happens, man. What's going on?
0: Jeez, do we need a do we need have a talk? Do we have do we need have an intervention to start the the episode? Ultra, are you that little bummed out that the Lakers are going to miss the playoffs?
1: Uh oh, you just want to get into that right away? Um, no, I no, you know we don't reason, know. The I'm reason the reason. The reason I'm having a uh, beer or two is certainly not because I'm bummed out because the Lakers aren't going to make the playoffs. They weren't. They weren't going to do much. Even if they made it, they weren't going to do too much anyway.
0: But oh, we'll see. We're Dem fighting to that. words.
1: We're hey, we're going to have a chance to talk about that today. We we purposefully neglected the Lakers situation in our past or in our last episode number one hundred, uh, but today we'll talk about that a little bit. But before we get to that, I was so. The big news from last week, uh, in general, I wouldn't consider, like, no, like, crazy, crazy things happening in the NBA. Uh, we never talk about baseball. We Football trickles in here and there. We never talk about baseball. Bryce Harper signed his contract last week. Yeah. 13, 13 years, $330 million.
0: I think that happened um, after we did the pod, though.
1: Yeah, and that very well might have. Uh but what Jeez. I was curious to get your get, I did not know how arbitration works in baseball. Do you know how arbitration works?
0: <laughs> I have a I have a loose idea of how <laughs> I have a, a th- And how
1: and how free agency like when you first hit free agency in the majors how that kind of works.
0: Yeah, I mean it's yeah, I so the idea yeah, of having like, a number of service
1: years, but after year three or four, you get to negotiate the value of your contract and you submit a bid versus what the team submits. Yeah. And if you don't agree on a value, then it goes to arbitration and yada, yada, yada. Right. I was very curious to, like, it got me thinking.
0: It's a what, shitty system.
1: What would happen if that, it, I think it is, but you def, you can get paid more earlier too. Nee. You can if especially if yeah. you end up being a second round pick. Uh, well, Dude, second rounders no, have shorter cheap. contracts, so that's not necessarily true. But I don't know. It just got me thinking how ridiculous no, it's, and complicated it's, it's that is, and it made no sense to me why the majors would do things so differently from essentially.
0: Well, I don't well, because it's, it's I cannot
1: tell you how soccer works. So I know soccer is.
0: Different, so, yeah, different animal. No, but baseball just because it's. Once you hit the majors, your, like, major league clock starts where no other league has a minor league system. So they have to have a system in place that you're allowed to have players, like, come up, be able to go down and and everything. And, like, not just, like, oh, this guy came up and he sucked and he was down in the minors for two years. And then he comes back up is awesome. We only have him for another year and he gets to make a buttload of money. So, I mean... It's built around that minor league system, and, like, they're not being a, a true, like, everyone's rookie season and whatnot starts differently in baseball. Um, it's a effed-up system, though, because it, it gives the teams far too much control over a guy's deal. And as players now in baseball are like – like, Bryce Harper was starting to play in the majors pretty much. He got drafted. Like, he's 18, 20. 19. I mean, yeah. he shouldn't – a guy shouldn't be able to basically – and the whole issue with that, like him and Manny, which I was, yeah, they just – they the teams had to control of them into being 25, 26. And then it's like it's time for them to get paid their market value and they're in a position, yeah, where the first, like, four or five year, years of that, they're going to still be in their prime. But then teams are like, well, we don't want to give you the back five years or that much money. We want to be paying you when you're 39, you know, 30. $40 million, uh, which is all fine, but they have a lot more fluidity as far as what they can sign guys. They don't have a cap and all that. I mean, it's, but it's bullshit. I think that a player should have to wait like seven years or something before they can hit the open market.
1: It's ridiculous. And I, I, I do encourage anyone listening to this. It, just go to MLB.com or Google MLB salary arbitration and read about it. Cause I, I wish it will make your head hurt. Really, it is. It is really something. But it is interesting to compare that against other leagues. Would so one quick thing before we talk about the Lakers,
0: head hurt real bad. Had
1: had the White Sox signed Harper to that same deal, would you have been happy?
0: Oh, if they, yeah, I was. I would have. I would have totally. I if they had given him thirteen, I would have wanted it front loaded a shit ton. Like, yeah, this is very White Sox baseball specific. They don't have a
1: ton of money tied up.
0: The White right Sox now. have, like, $25 million in guaranteed money, like, going in there. Like, they could have paid Bryce Harper $40, $50 million for, like, four years of that deal, sure.
1: Or given him, like, a $100 million signing bonus or something.
0: <laughs> I don't give it like, they could have front-loaded the shit out of that and then just been like, you're here, man. Like, let's go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wouldn't have had a problem with that, to be honest. Because also, I feel like their
1: offers were shorter term and more money.
0: They were. It was definitely less. Well, it depends on who you talk to. If you talk to you, White Sox, they gave him the gave Manny Machado the best offer out there because they could. He could have earned three hundred and twenty million, but there were no opt outs and they had all sorts of good stuff. We that's not why you came here to talk about the White Sox, folks.
1: No, let's talk about the. Lakers, if you want so.
0: to, feel free to hit me up. Uh, you know, at foolishkiller sign those DMs or. <laughs> Um, you know any which way you know how to contact me I'm glad to talk White Sox baseball with you I got a whole lot of takes on them Oh, uh, Jimmy's uh, wearing that Kung Fu crap I man I really hate that look
1: the um, headband you mean yeah, headband. I don't know if I mentioned that on headband. here
0: I really hate that look
1: across the board Wes Matthews rocks that look a lot so does Dion Drew Holiday's
0: is the first one I saw do it Drew Holiday does too Drew Holiday might I like the best with it, but I still don't like it. Andre Drummond did it once, didn't like it.
1: I like it. I don't like it on Jimmy. I don't like anything on Jimmy though. So you're asking the wrong Dude, guy. You're such
0: a, such a scorned ex. I'm the I'm the girl. I'm the I'm be. like the two three. That's moving. I'm like oh yeah. You're better without him.
1: I have reason to be scorned.
0: Anyway, I don't.
1: You certainly do, but you got I'm over it. You got a nice little.
0: You got a nice little. I got my finished prints and. Return from that.
1: And Levine. Yeah, we we, we, we had a good rebound. At least through season one, Levine has been. He returned from his ACL surgery and has been worth the money.
0: And he's not worth. The, he's not a not a core piece in my opinion.
1: And maybe maybe he's not, but you're a little ways away from contending anyway, and by then his contract will be up, and you can.
0: Got a real Brandon Ingram-y feel to me. He's
1: gonna be very tradable in the last year of that deal. He'll be fine. Exactly. Anyway, the Lakers, yeah. depending on where you're going, for the hit staff, the panic buttons.
0: We, I think we blew past the panic button.
1: They are currently sitting at thirty and thirty-four.
0: LeBron's playoff mode button's broken.
1: It's not. It's certainly there's something going on there. You they need to turn it off and on again. Tied for the. Tied for the 10th seed in the Western Conference behind. Tied with the Timberwolves. Kings are 9th seed at 32 and 31. Spurs 36 and 29. Uh, they're half, six 6 games back from uh, being in the playoffs and pl- just playing really not well, not good basketball right now. Depending on where you look, uh, they're anywhere from a 2% chance of being in the playoffs according to 538 to less than 1%. Uh, if you Your look at investment. other sources, so are they going to make the playoffs, PJ? <laughs> it's not looking good.
0: If we had um, if we had talked about this last week, I would have still You'd said say yes. yes. Right. I was. A lots that, happened since then. Yeah, the Clippers game happened, and that was. I think it was the, watching them. The <laughs> it was the Bucks game and the Clippers game, which in a I did weekend. not think
1: they had a shot at beating the Bucks, but. I, I thought
0: it was i i was i was ready to mount the and we've doubted leBron this is basically the the argument this is why we don't doubt leBron um but yeah it's it's um this is arguably going to be a real nice like joke for people to drop uh that don't like leBron i mean it, I don't think it's good for. It won't be as fun in the playoffs without LeBron in there. I don't really understand the argument if you wanted to make that it'd be good um, for anyone, whether you like him or dislike him. It's going to be different and uh, weird, and I'm not ready to sign up for that. But some people are going to, I think, enjoy that, and at first they're going to think they will. It's yeah, it's it's absolutely wild that like some of the the normal LeBron buttons and just all the the. Things we've grown used to—it just—it it hasn't worked uh, since he's come back, really. Uh, and there's, I think, a lot of reasons for that. Uh, some of them are his fault. I think it's other guys around him being hurt as well. Like Kuzma's out for um, tonight's game. He hurt him He got hurt his ankle against the Clippers. Like it's
1: oh, well, losing to Phoenix last week. Phoenix too was, loss was hella bad. The, that's the real bad one.
0: But they're not even like fun. Like the last few games, they haven't even been that fun to watch. Um, like, he's, they're just, uh, they're flat and done. Like, it just looks like a team that's done. I thought they would have that sort of LeBron second win, or he would just have, like, he'd have some, like, 40 and, like, a 40 point triple double game in one of these. I thought it would be against the Bucks maybe, or some another marquee, maybe Clippers his, or someone, and then it'd be stats like have he's back.
1: to be. Insane, though. So, yeah, I, I can only attribute this so much. Like, I understand a lot of people are going to point to the videos, the clips going around of LeBron playing bad defense. And, like, I get it, he he's put defense in three years, and he still definitely made the finals deserves a lot of criticism yeah. there. But that's nothing new. Look, this guy can't exert that type of energy on defense and do what he's doing on offense, which. You know, he damn near averaged a triple double last uh last month. He's averaging you know, we're a couple of games into March and he's averaging over ten assists a game. This season his numbers are slightly above what they have been over the course of his career. He's just you know, he's the twenty seven seven and seven is just like LeBron's career, which is insane and he's a little better than that this year. So um so, so yeah, they're, it's not looking good, and it's too bad. Like I, I um, but let's see play the this seeing game. them seeing them as the seven seed against the Nuggets. Like I feel like that would be a really fun series to watch. Oh no! Nah, well,
0: it. friend of friend of the pod and Will Ducey and I had been talking about that. and He brought it to my attention during that Bucks game, and, or maybe it was post that Bucks game, and I laughed very hard at the idea that. When I still believe the Lakers are gonna make the playoffs <laughs> that would be the worst like stroke of fate for the Nuggets yeah, to get LeBron 100%. in the first round. Yeah, the only
1: team the only team that you're you're feeling really good going into that series is if you're the Warriors. Like the Warriors are not gonna lose the Lakers. But if you're the Nuggets, if you're the Rockets, if you're the Thunder and you ended up playing the Lakers, which is not gonna happen now, I'm not suggesting that. But if that was, I mean, I would pick the Lakers. I'd pick LeBron to win those. Like anyone but not the Warriors, I'm thinking they're gonna come away in a seven game series somehow.
0: But that's so wild to me that we say that and then it's like we're we're. Do you agree with that? Done. Thing? Oh, dude, yeah. I I wouldn't. I, I have had a policy now since like 2008 years. <laughs> no, pretty 2012. much 2012. Like. It was just after he won the second time in Miami. I pretty much was of the mindset that I was never gonna bet against LeBron again. Yeah. Um, and then after twenty sixteen, I was definitely never gonna bet against LeBron again. Um, but we might need to bet against LeBron now. It, this might be the one time you you get to. Uh, but I, yeah, I think it's absolutely wild that we're all like they're done. They're out of the playoffs. Like this thing is we're 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 skimming we're simming to the off season with the Lakers, uh, but if they were to somehow make the playoffs, no one's picking really ready to pick against LeBron and them, and just the playoff mode thing sold me. I was like, oh yeah, he's just like just translate that like that what, that that feeling and that muscle memory we have of him in the playoffs against these teams, and granted those are series, and it's a, different than just any of these teams on a given night, but. Still, just thought he's just gonna kind of be able to do that, and it's it hasn't worked uh, for no, one big. He hasn't. I have um, a question for you. Yeah. Of these four entities, who do you blame the most? You rank them for me from least blame to most blame of for this Lakers season. It is LeBron this and Luke Walton? Uh, Rob Polinka, Magic Johnson are grouped together, or the supporting Lakers cla- cast.
1: So we got the supporting cast: Luke Walton, front office, and LeBron.
0: You blame LeBron the most.
1: No, 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 no. Those are the four we're talking about here, right? Right. I, I do, I, I do, I blame LeBron the most, though. Uh, Mostly because I consider him... I think the front office moves ended up happening. He orchestrated. He signed off on. He was very involved in. Um, I'd put LeBron number one. I'd put the front office number two. I'd put the supporting cast number three. And I'd put Luke Walton number four. Uh, I think Luke Walton has shown the ability to be a good coach. I do not know of a coach on the planet that could take this cast of characters and make them into a efficient oh i well-meshed mean well-meshed basketball team. This is one of the weirdest teams ever assembled in my opinion. Yeah.
0: I mean the margin uh, error for him this season was so small.
1: Incredibly small because I tell you what if you make if you miss the playoffs with a guy like LeBron on your team even though he's he's gotten hurt and you've dealt with injury issues to other Really good young players on your roster, you know, make any excuse you want. If you have LeBron that ends up playing 60 games over the course of the year, you should make the playoffs, and they're not. But, and you're
0: coaching for a front office that didn't hire you.
1: (laughs) Right. Uh, I think where it's a tough question to answer because if you look at, you know, if they get Paul George this offseason, which I guarantee the Lakers were trying to make happen yeah. Uh, you know it just didn't happen I don't know right. I think that Paul George knew going into free agency he was coming back to the Thunder I, I don't think he he didn't really have he didn't take it any other meetings Like he was coming mm-hmm. back maybe, so, the league,
0: maybe the league had decided that Paul George is probably yeah that's
1: just... a good Bill Simmons conspiracy theory that I don't think is at all true but um, <sighs> I... I mean I'm not saying it couldn't have happened I just don't think it's true I think that he, I think him and Russ had a really good connection, and he wanted to come back. I and think he likes playing, playing for OKC
0: City. more than he originally thought, but I believe the league stepping in, it maybe saying just don't sign with the Lakers, is more true than it's not true. And maybe they didn't tell him explicitly. But maybe they suggested strongly that he not. Do yeah, that. what
1: are they gonna What are they gonna do to him if he signs with the Lakers, though? Where huh. what is he gonna? I don't know. That's the That's the thing. I think that if If Paul George really wanted to leave OKC to go to the Lakers, I think that would have happened. Uh, But he stayed in OKC. Other big-name free agents, like, weren't really in question as much. Like, Paul George was the guy. Uh, Boogie was a question mark. And I don't think, for whatever reason, the Lakers weren't really interested, but, like, in retrospect, it would have made a lot more sense for them to throw the money that they paid Beasley or whoever
0: Yeah, yeah. but I don't think Boogie would have. I don't know if I would have liked the Boogie to Sandy didn't like it either. I don't think Boogie would have signed with the Lakers to the deal he signed with the Warriors. I think the Warriors were the only team he was going to no, take
1: but that. They could have given him a 10, you know, don't sign KCP and throw 10 million at
0: Boogie. I don't know if Boogie's taking that deal. I mean, for one, maybe the one year for twelve, but I don't know. Yeah, if or
1: even even if it's fifteen million, man. I mean, like you get like you over miss, a
0: year. Yeah, one year. Well, I, I would uh, The Lakers come
1: back, prove that you can play healthy, and then yeah. Uh, let's see what happens going into next season, where maybe we have enough money to also pair uh, a third star with you
0: and LeBron I when wouldn't. you're fully healthy. I wouldn't have done that if I were the Lakers. As a Boogie fan, sure. Um, as a for, I could not explain to you or explain to a Laker fan why I'm spending fifteen million dollars on a guy that wouldn't be playing till February on a team that's young and has a ton of holes. And no, I, I don't like that. I do. agree. At the
1: time, I know that sounds bad, but it like looking at what they paid for instead and where they are was. now. I think that every Laker fan would be like, Yeah, I wish Boogie Boogie was on the on the roster. I would make the Even argument if it was more fifteen million.
0: Make yeah. the argument more you should have given the money brought Judas Randall back. Yeah. I agree with that. We, yes. we I think And we we've just, talked about that. We but talked yeah, about I that it's, I think last week. Um Ron, yeah, I mean Rondo or you basically trading Judas Randall for Rondo in a transactional sort of way. Yeah. Um I mean, you're you're certainly helping my argument uh, for what I was gonna say because I, I mean I'm glad you said Luke Walden last. Um, I can't go he's that
1: fired though. F-
0: mm. I I mean Jeannie Buss has been talking a lot the last week and a half or so. So i and she's really the reason that he wasn't fired in the season and like the parts and I think he's. I just, I wonder if she'll step back and let them do that. Because I do think there's more... And I don't know if I'm Magic and Rob Polinka if I'm doing that move yet. And the only reason why is that you could always do the move, unless there's a coach out there that that LeBron really wants, that you think is going to go somewhere else. I don't necessarily... I think I um, can make the argument that you do it immediately because I, I think if you, I think he has at least earned the right to try to coach the, whatever they, this happens after this offseason, what this team turns into based on how they started. But I can't say that he is the least to blame. And well, I don't know.
1: <laughs> You're talking yourself out of it.
0: Well, no, I almost want to say like he's he's the least, because I, I do want to bump the Lakers supporting cast up a little. Because essentially, I mean, Luke Walden was given what he was given. He had a very small margin of error, and I think he's done a pretty good job. I just, some of his, especially this last, like since LeBron's come back too, I just haven't been a fan of some of the... Rotations. I mean, there's there's just been a few sort of iffy iffy decisions that he's made uh, in game that I'm I'm not sure I would I would have done, but I don't think he has done anything managing or, or anything on this like so egregious that yeah I can blame him because. I do kind of think, yeah. I, the only thing I would I would say you know, I, the, the differentiator and why I'll put the supporting cast ahead of him now, as I'm talking through this with you, is just that the way those guys reacted from the Anthony Davis stuff is like real and honest. And I don't know, like you know, I can't tell them how to feel about that, but it is is kind of surprising that it's, it lasted so long and I let it affect the team so much um, but their reaction doesn't make me feel great now I don't think a lot of that supporting cast should be there either <laughs> and like was the best supporting cast to have around at this point point. and no I think everyone pretty much thought that. <laughs>
1: Brandon, Brandon Ingram and Kuzma have been good
0: since LeBron came back Brandon Ingram and LeBron and the lineup have worked they weren't working together before LeBron got hurt which is wild but yeah Kuzma was the only guy that probably was not like it was the least upset of everyone about being included in trade rumors. Yeah. Uh But because of how those guys reacted, I think poorly and just um, really not didn't take this in a professional approach that you'd sort of want. Um, and I could understand being, you know, hurt after a week or so, but it's, you gotta, yeah, still do your job, and you have to make the playoffs. Um, so yeah, maybe them, but LeBron, I'm saying, is two because uh, for for sort of the reasons of I, I think he could have done. He's he's really failed a lot of ways in leading this team, and a lot of his moves just haven't worked. Try to play same 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 hits, and they just haven't had the uh, the effect that. Um, you know, you've seen in the past with with, with LeBron and, you know, just the, the entire Anthony Davis thing is it was a clear F-up and they just they thought they could just pretend like it didn't happen and keep it rolling and they just go back to being the fourth, you know, the number four seed in the West like they were before LeBron got hurt and they were dead-ass wrong and he's the blame for that. Um, but I'm blaming the front office the most and I think it does fall on them because of, The pieces they did make, they didn't really seem to have a backup plan for around Anthony Davis. They just have have pretty much, uh, since Magic has taken over, though, in some way, have like assumed they were going to get these, like this super team put together. I don't know if they really have tried to rely on anything other than that. It was, we're going to get LeBron, and then we know we're going to get other players to come and they just they haven't been savvy they, there there hasn't been anything within this season even the season when lebron was going to go that i said okay yes like this was and that's fine they they valued their cap space and and all of this stuff but it i i think their complacency was was tough and i i mean i don't i can't i think you you have brought up some good points about moves they can make and we've talked about some of them but like, I, yeah, I, I – would you – like, of the Anthony Davis situation, it's almost it, – it, it, that's what it feels like, doesn't it? Like, who do you blame the most for that? Which – I think you have that to blame –
1: LeBron.
0: That yeah. was LeBron. Yeah, and the front – It was the two of them together, but in separate ways of – those are two different relationships in the locker room, though, right? I mean, they're, yeah, they're seeing they him – Yeah, but
1: they 100% – uh, the, I mean I, I really think that the Lakers the Lakers put a lot of this was reported by Woge and others that the Lakers put a lot on the table to try to get ad. They put essentially everything and they couldn't get him. So like yeah. I don't know what, what do you want else what do you want from the front office and
0: I have a plan if, B? I'm
1: sorry I, I'm 100% convinced that ad and LeBron had a conversation around what how they should handle this. And where they landed was that AD should ask for a trade and that LA right now had the most to offer them. Uh, unless another team put a you know someone that we would not expect on the table to be traded, the Lakers had the best package to offer them because the Celtics couldn't trade for him yet. Uh, and I blame LeBron for that because the front office did exactly what LeBron wanted, which was... Sell, but, sell off everything to try to get this guy over here.
0: But wouldn't you have a plan B in place to say, like, alright, well, we can't do that, but here's one thing we could do. We could, To trade, you mean? Yeah, or so I mean, just a counter. It just seemed like they just have they've they basically operated on these things of, like, oh, our, here's our plan. We're gonna get LeBron and then insert the this ranking of, of superstars, this list, and it's like, is they've gone down that more and more like they're 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 I mean, the only just, they're dropping them, they're, plan,
1: they're, the logical backup plan to me would be trying to trade for Bradley Beal, but I just yeah. feel like the price was too high. Um, I just feel like the price was too high. I mean, that's the best thing that Washington has going for them, and they weren't going to trade bad Bradley Beal unless they got a lot in return and. You know, they traded out a porter and got a, I think But you're not gonna have to trade as much.
0: That. Yeah, but you're not gonna have to trade as not, much as not you can.
1: Not compared to A D, but you're having to give up a few young assets and then um you don't have as much flexibility in this coming off season.
0: Yeah, I don't but, know. Yeah.
1: It's tricky. We should move on though. We've talked about the yeah. Lakers too much. Guess uh we have. uh this is a slight tangent, but not something that we plan on talking about. Did you see the the Kyrie fives in the the Blue Devil colorway? Oh yeah. You can buy those this weekend or next yeah. week. Are yeah. you gonna try to cop those? I don't know yet. I've
0: I've kinda I've kind of ex I've kinda hit my like limit for shoe budget for right now, but I don't I I already have two pair, but I do really, really want them.
1: Of the fives?
0: No, I mean I have, I have two pairs of the I have the fours, right, and the twos, and I but I do kind of want them.
1: <laughs> uh, the other question I had was: Have you? Did you see that Zion had an Instagram live where he was wearing all Adidas? Oh no, that's great! <laughs> full Adidas tracksuit, full uh, <laughs> oh. Adidas shoes, the whole thing.
0: No, I didn't. Yeah, Dude, that's great.
1: That's a there's a that's interesting. <laughs> I mean, if you're Adidas, why wouldn't you throw like that's your, you know, the best shoe they have going for them right now is Dame or Harden. It's Harden,
0: Dame being two. I mean, I like the Dames better, but
1: <laughs> right. I just mean like from a star, and I'm sure. Oh with, yeah. um, sales. The Harden. Oh yeah, yeah dude. Yeah,
0: I mean, those are two pretty good names that I have. So
1: just freaking throw all the money at Zion and see what you can make happen right
0: Puma's probably going to throw a shit ton of money at him man
1: I mean everybody should new balance I think everyone should. will he will he will have some options that's for sure can but use- Ooh, I would still be wow. surprised in the end if it wasn't Nike maybe Jordan will maybe Jordan will they typically in, don't yeah. throw as much money at players, but maybe they'll be like, "This is the guy."
0: Yeah, it might be, it might be. I I can't argue anyone against that marketing him, decision. I'd love
1: to see him sign with Jordan. Actually, that would probably
0: him and Russ. If I could
1: pick. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, I I just want to hey, see Chris, him. Chris I just want to see him.
1: You know, Chris Paul came out the new shoe, and I was like, "Who the uh-huh. hell is buying those?"
0: Yes, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, us.
1: Shout out to Chris Paul for
0: the cops. For money,
1: but you got your own <laughs> shoes. That's cool. Yeah. FBI uh, agents all right. are. All right. Um, Man, where do we got oh, uh, it? Let's uh, do Trey
0: Young so I can get this off okay. my uh, I think I may be wrong. I'm not going to back off my, my Trey Young you gotta hate s- before. you got to
1: s- th- see Trey Young go against your Bulls a lot
0: this week. Yeah, a lot of Trey Young against the Bulls this week. I will admit, I did not watch all of the overtimes of that game on Friday night. I wow. bailed He's after the be third bad. because it was ridiculous and dumb, and I was just over that whole thing. It was a comedic effort to. Of two teams that were both trying so hard to lose, it felt like just uh, comedy of errors. Just was, was really what that game boiled down to, and I was I was done with it. But Trey Young's had himself a far better season than I expected him to have. I thought he would struggle. I did not think he'd be good. I thought I would be able to get a lot of Trey Young jokes off this season. I have been able to get very few Trey Young jokes off this season. Um, especially since, you know, the second half of the season, pretty much know, since, yeah, January-ish, but he's had a crazy month. Um, might finish second in the, uh, <laughs> rookie of the year voting now. I mean, it's, he's been impressive, man. Um, his, his, for his streak of, what, 35 points or ended, um, the last game or the game, yeah, two, two days ago or so, but, um. He's uh, yeah, man, making me eat a little bit on that because I was real ready for all of. I didn't want the Bulls to take him. I was just, I was not a Trey Young in the Trey Young market, and it's, I, yeah, proved I may have a few things to learn. Yeah, oh yeah, that's I'm, I'm taking not fully. I'm not saying I'm completely wrong, and like, I still think he's maybe the. Well, maybe he's the fifth best player in this that will end up in this draft class still. I don't <laughs> When it's all I mean, Lou, said and done.
1: Luca Luca Jaren, Jaron um uh, Jackson. I mean Trey Young has had probably the second most impressive season. It's a really season. good
0: rookie season. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He has been good. And last Michael Carr
0: Williams won rookie of the year though, man. you know, I mean it could drop was, that's very true. Um, that's not. You know, that's he's way better than Michael Carr Williams. So yeah. I need to take that back immediately. He's just he's
1: a, the most impressive part of it out of all of it to me is passing because he he he's not very he's still not very efficient. He's shot about forty percent from three the last yeah. few months, which helps, but he's still not still not shooting the ball great. But I mean, he's gonna finish the season with averaging close to eight assists a game. And that's really, really impressive for a rookie. Uh, oh, he has yeah. games. He has games where he's turned the ball over a lot, but um, which is expected, though. He has started being able to hit really deep Steph style three pointers, um, and that's where you know he gets compared to him the most. And that's where that was kind of his big comp coming out of college. But he really does emulate his game. It seems like off of Steph, but he plays a lot more they Atlanta runs pick and roll a lot with Trey Young and Dwayne Deadman and John Collins and like he's been really good and having John Collins back and healthy and and who's putting up twenty ten like it's nothing, you know, it helps having slightly more talented players.
0: Uh oh and, um no, I mean he's adapted. He I mean he has struggles to begin the season, but he's adapted. He's been I mean he's been a real ass NBA point guard. Especially, I mean, the last month he's been doing he's been doing a lot for them. Yeah, Atlanta's going
1: to be legit fun if they somehow manage to get Zion and what they could do with that team. Because, like, John Collins is, is like a, an NBA starter, yeah. potential all-star. Trey Young, we don't know what he's going to be yet, but, like, has proven that he is offensively at least going to be able to do a lot of stuff in the NBA. And then they have a lot of cap room. Uh, a lot of other teams do too, and it might be tough to get players to come to Atlanta. But like, I, I don't know. I mean, um, he—it's going to be interesting to see what happens when we look back at that trade because Luka has just been so good.
0: Well, I do hope it it does because that is fun though. I mean, the idea of that—I mean, those guys will be linked together now for. But if if, if Trey Young holds up his end too, and it's like we have a legitimate. Could have a legitimate fun argument for a couple of years of like who really won that trade or who came out ahead. That that's fun, and if it kind of turns into a mini like bird magic type thing with those guys, just linked to that trade. Yeah, uh, that's what Trey Young good Young said he wanted it. To yeah, be. right, exactly.
1: Uh, on the I forget the podcast the Ringer does with Vince and um, that whole crew. But what did you gonna- uh,
0: what did you think of him getting tossed? for staring I mean, down thought, Chris Dunn.
1: I thought it was pretty stupid, honestly. It was so um, stupid.
0: I laughed. I I just saw you got ejected. I didn't really look into it and then I watched I like watched the game later and I saw what it was. I was like, "Oh my god." Yeah, also, you dropped,
1: a, you dropped a 3 on Chris Dunn. Mm, you talked some shit. You you said you dropped 50 down. the night before and you get tossed like or he didn't get tossed from that. but You got a no. technical which was the second and then you're out.
0: No, he got but, tossed for the stare down. Well,
1: he had already got it. He got a T, yeah, and, yeah. and he had already gotten a T. Right. So he's he got thrown out, but it was dumb. Like,
0: but he he, he was Chris, doing a lot of Chris talking Dunn in the game like before it, too.
1: Yeah, Chris Dunn was in his face and like had put, shoved him earlier in the game. So like, I don't know. It would have been cool to see him let the let him finish the game. Oh, I think they battle it out.
0: Yeah, they should definitely let it go. Uh, but he was talking a ton of sh- a ton of shit in the Atlanta when they were playing in Atlanta too. Like it was, I think it was the fact that also those two teams had played uh, combined <laughs> twelve quarters against each other in two in, in two days. Oh, they were yeah. just sick they, of each they other. got
1: they got to know each other very well. I mean, Trey Young finished with fifty six minutes that game, and he he did almost drop a fifty point triple double. Uh, which honestly, the fact that Harden can do that in four quarters is still wild. He's done it a few times now. Anyway, yes, Trey Young been fun to watch.
0: Uh,
1: Pau was sold to the Bucks. A little, a little more buyout. Um,
0: Paul. More
1: buyout news this Pawn last week. Paul and Nico
0: reunited.
1: Uh, Andrew Bogut coming off of an MVP in the Australian League, who I honestly didn't know was still playing basketball, joined the coming back with the Warriors, which is going to be really weird to see a finals game with Andrew Bogut in it. <laughs> That's going to be something else. Uh, he's going
0: to he's like an insurance policy just if something happens. I don't know what. Might be a little, you know, play a few minutes here or there. I don't think he's taking a significant minutes like right off the gate with
1: yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. But I think it's it's funny to me these the, coming back to Golden State,
0: the paw Nico stuff, bringing up a lot of it's going to bring up a lot of bad memories I have of their their tandem with the Bulls. Yeah, that's, I don't um, like that, that part. But as long as they don't mess up Giannis' seems, chances, to seems uh, like their
1: front court is just got a lot going on now.
0: Yeah, no, the Bucks are dude. The Bucks are pretty deep. I I still I mean it, it's it is going to be one of those things that if you just depending on who they end up getting matched up with in the first round it's it's one savvy coach just deci- you know way of of figuring out a, a way in a series to kind of slow Giannis down or stop him though that I'm um, not going to be easy it's going to make me nervous I I just need to see the Bucks make it past the first round of a playoff series and at least they've got some depth here to to help them with that but. Yeah, I didn't think I would have to rely on the services of Paul Gasol and, and Nikola Miritich for another thing I cared about in basketball. But as long as they don't screw shit up for my boy Giannis, we good. And no. nico has been nice. nico has been nice to them since they traded for him.
1: Yep, he has um, not shooting quite as well as he had been shooting with the Pelicans, but yeah. he was also, it seemed like he was putting up 30 and 10s. Where, I think like, he's still that's trying just to. just not him.
0: Right, and it's he's not going to give as so many shots in this offense, and I think where he's, I think, I mean, there's still there's still time too, but he still is trying to find a his rhythm, and it's it's now officially March Ultra, so that's when we we will see the real, really what the Bucks traded for, which was March Nico.
1: That's true. I'm looking forward to seeing how that like what, what their rotations are going to look like once we get to the playoffs here. But a few other notes from last week. D. Wade hit a really wild game winner against the Warriors, which uh, I honestly – I turned it on with like 30 seconds left, so I was lucky not to catch that <laughs> live. But had no business going in. He's – you know, what is the – hashtag last dance or whatever what is his thing well, the
0: last danced all over that court after the celebration all the photos of that afterwards they were funny so funny i was yeah, loving weird. the crap out of everything post that game wing shot more than because the gaming shot was so ridiculous that i'm glad they went as over the top and with the that celebration as they did
1: yeah as they should have and then he also passed MJ for most blocks. Is that by a two guard or is that by any, yeah. a guard? By a guard. Most blocks by a guard. Um, which, you know, he's he's been well known for a while of being one of the best shot blockers of guards. Um, and uh, and I, it's, not, a, it's cool it's cool that he's going to retire being number one. That's, that's yeah. cool to see.
0: He gets to pass MJ in something and he gets a and he gave uh, young Kyle Werder his jersey after they played the Hawks.
1: Yeah, I thought that was cool, too.
0: It, it was cool. Like, you well, know, his explanation of it that, like, he heard about, like, he ran when he planned or whatever. But if he really did plan, you know, they play him a decent amount, too. So um, if he had that planned for a little bit the last time they played the Atlanta to, to do that, um, cool. I did think it was funny if you watch that video again. Of him, I kind of talking to like Trey Young was was sort of awkwardly lingering around near Dwayne Wade, and I really think Trey Young thought he was going to get a exchange jerseys with Dwayne Wade, so I'm sure Trey Young was hella, well, Like, ah oh, man, that sucks. I thought, damn, I thought this is my chance. I thought for sure. Well, I don't blame
1: him. I, I
0: would want to get that too. I but just inserted guys. Dude. I, I don't like know, that he. I don't
1: know. I don't have their schedule up, but I'm sure that they're playing them again.
0: No, I thought it was the last time.
1: Oh, maybe it is. Poor Trey Young.
0: Um, no, please no. We, we we're not going that far on this pod. We didn't
1: get a JJ Redick comp last week, but it looks like you've no, got. No, we did. No, I I brought it up, and we uh, we did not we did not have a JJ Redick or. Yeah, I sprinkled or... some
0: in during the episode, man. Dude, I don't. How many beers have you had, man?
1: I, last last week.
0: Our hundredth episode, yeah. We did
1: not have like a debate around whose career we would have had. I brought it. Up I threw Gilbert in. Arenas. Oh, okay. You're right. You're right.
0: I'm always right, man.
1: You've got another one.
0: Yeah. JJ Reddick or Steve Francis. Whose I career would, would, would you rather have? have?
1: I think I'd rather have Steve Franchise. What? Yeah. You can't say. It's not even a good comparison, first of all, if you don't think it's a conversation worth having.
0: Well, I because just, I'm surprised you, I'm just surprised you're giving me this answer after you said you would take, you would take uh, JJ over Gilbert.
1: I just remember Steve Franchise okay. a lot all right. a lot more fondly than I do Gilbert Arenas.
0: How many do you did you look up Steve Francis before the episode before we did this? Yeah. Oh, I, how many seasons did Steven Francis playing play in the league?
1: Not many. He was out by the time he was 30 and nine seasons. Yeah.
0: You want nine seasons and Stevie franchises, career earnings, $103 million total earnings over Gilbert? I'm offended you want his career. You, so since you're saying you'd rather have Steve Francis' career over Gilbert Arenas' career.
1: I would have, I would pick a lot, a lot of players. over. So if Gilbert Arenas had not, if his season, if his career had not ended the way it did, I would feel very differently. <laughs> But you bring a gun into the locker room and feel a little bit differently about your career. That, that brings, is what... That brings zero
0: your, feelings to my thoughts on his Really? Because that is
1: like... that you is did That is what he is known for. The number one thing that I think about when I sure. think of Gilbert Arenas and what he meant for the NBA was that he brought a gun into his locker room. And that was the start of the end for him.
0: Sort of. He made a lot of No! Plays. It was, it was really 100... Good. Like,
1: he... I he mean, still played that,
0: after that.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I he I think that everyone was very sketched out by that entire situation. After
0: no, I think it's he just his knee, he started not being good and his knees kind of sure started I mean to fail. that
1: certainly had had a played a play part in it too, but
0: more than the guns. A, the free will got another gig after he choked his coach. I. <sighs> I'd rather I'd rather be known as the guy that brought a gun in Javaris Crins and known known the guy that choked my coach out.
1: I'm not arguing against that. I don't think that's yeah. good either. <laughs> I don't think that's good either. But look, if Steve Francis also had brought gun in a gun in to the locker room and had an altercation with teammates and all this stuff, then I would probably pick Gilbert Arenas. Shot over the him.
0: gun. I'd have an issue. I'm. Uh, just having it in the locker room, whatever. That's
1: I didn't know you were so right-wing when it came to this stuff. No, I just minutes. don't think Good
0: it's – it does really affect my opinion. My opinion of Gilbert Arena is pretty much is where it's always.
1: So you're just like, what were your numbers?
0: How much money How did, much did you mo- make? How
1: much money did you make?
0: <clears throat>
1: but <clears throat> How many <legacy> all-star throat> teams throat> did you but, make? But yeah. legacy doesn't really matter.
0: Well, it, it does some, Gil- but – not that, like, not this PR issue you're you're hitting on. No, but
1: that is his. That is part of his legacy. Oh
0: yeah, hundred percent, it's part of his legacy. But
1: wow, well, I don't agree with that. I think it's fucked up. He did that. He's a re- he's a ridiculous person. Yeah. I've got the Mavs uh Wizards game up right now and it has James Harden last 37 games and his averages are 40.8 points a game. <laughs> 7 rebounds, 7 assists. The last 37 games, 40.8 points. Oh my god. That's crazy. And he's been kind of he's been kind of slowing down the last few games, but Chris Paul's been good. Um Yeah, I'm sorry we differ on that, PJ, but what can I say? Uh, We, uh, any, yeah, yeah, I, I had a tough time, I had a tough time working this quote in because the Pistons just naturally don't get a ton of air time on this. I don't disagree with you either. The the Pistons probably should be have a better record in the Eastern Conference than they do. They're they're sitting as a 6 seed, 31 and 31, a 500 basketball team and like I'm not saying they should have a better record than the Celtics, but like they should probably be a little bit north of 500 than that, right? I don't know what they're going to do with that, though. Yeah, let's do it. There's a lot of stuff to look forward to in the next few months. (laughs) I don't, because I'm... I think a lot of people are a little bit fatigued on super fatigued on superhero movies i'm not i'm ready for this i'm excited for it i love the first avengers movie i'm in yeah i do i do hope that if it's going to be three hours like give us a five minute intermission in the middle that would be nice Dude, I'm going to have to go to the bathroom. I, I'd like to... Oh, you're going to have a catheter in or something? <laughs> That's not a... I mean, they should honestly start offering those before you walk into the theater if they're actually going to have it be 180 minutes. But I is that probably too long? Yeah, but I'm okay with it. I mean, this is going to be like the last... The last time I get to see a lot of those guys, or girls, I, I don't know who's who's leaving, so. Um, four hours seems too long. Four hour, anything over three hours, I think I'm gonna, yeah. I gotta draw the line somewhere. I mean, five hours, though? What was five hours? <laughs> 300 minutes yeah yeah just make you know deathly hollows part one and part two if you're gonna be five hours yeah if it's gonna be f- Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be exhausting if they do that, but I'm fine with it. Um, Which of, of these three things, which are you most excited for? Game of Thrones, Avengers, us. It's not easy if you're rethinking it. Yeah. I don't know, I'm hyped for it. It looks scary. I mean, it looks good. It it didn't reveal much right as I think that if you were like what are, what would I think the trailer is going to have in it. It checked a lot of those boxes, but you know what? I'm I'm happy I got a trailer. I I didn't think that we'd get one. I thought it would just be like I didn't think we'd actually get a trailer with uh, footage of the season. I thought I thought it would just be some side shit, kind of like they did with the teaser that came out a little bit ago. Um, so you know, ex- very excited for that. It's gonna be honestly really culturally significant, I think, because it might be the last true time that people are really tuned into live television and watching TV when it comes out. Um, I cannot think of another show, maybe the next spinoff of Game of Thrones is going to command you watching the last episode as it's happening like that one is going to. And that's really cool. Like Game of Thrones ever since season one has been like, you're watching this. You are going to watch it. Yeah, I don't know at what point it was like, yep, I need to watch this the second it comes out every week, but um, it's there, and I do not know of another show that is like that. Yeah, uh, it's going to be there before we know it, yeah. But what's the other Sunday show that you're particularly happy about, PJ? well I'm glad it's back I don't watch that show but I do enjoy I enjoy getting updates from you any more shoutouts? Yeah, I thought that was cool too. (sighs) Yeah, I hear you, man. Uh, I don't really have anything. A lot of what I uh, was going to point out were some of those trailers and stuff that we've already talked about this week. But um, thank you everyone for listening. We'll come out with another pod next week. Uh, maybe the Lakers will be back in the playoff conversation then, I don't know. LeBron better turn off playoff mode uh, real quick here, but uh, check us out on Twitter at the Point Forward email us questions, whatever at